0: Hey, hello everybody and welcome to Speaking of Schmodown. It's a brand new sports talk show for the Schmodown. Uh, we ain't going to talk baseball. We ain't going to talk football. We ain't talking none of that stuff or, uh, or, or soccer or anything. We are, we're here to speak of some Schmodown, guys. And uh, I'm Jay Wade uh, and with
1: me is Dean. How are you, Dean? I'm doing great. I'm ready. It's evening time here. It's the perfect time to get my beer on, get my spectacular on. But first, let's get some talking. And speaking of down on.
0: Hell yes, man. Hell yes. And we have R2 Dan 2 in the house. How are you doing, sir?
2: Well, Jay, after a long week of traveling around the city of Chicago, I'm ready for two things. One, talking about the Schmodown and watching Spectacular with my girlfriend later today. So let's do the first thing so I can get to the stuff.
0: Yes, for sure, for sure. We're not even going to waste time, guys. We're getting right into this. Uh, we do have the Spectacular today, six great matches. And uh, to run us through those real quick, uh, what we're looking at today on the card, we got Dean. Uh, Dean, why don't you run us through? What are we looking at in the Spectacular? Fight? We are
1: looking at the biggest schmodown card of all time, and first up, we have the biggest Star Wars match of all time. We got champion Alex the Demon Damon going up. Um, tournament sensation, squad leader Ace Cabrera, five rounds. Ace coming hot off that tournament. Alex, one of the most dominant champions we've ever seen. What are we thinking here, guys?
2: Well, well, I think Alex is going to win this. He's been uh, the winner. He's been the champion for over eight 800- hundred. 80 days consecutively. He's had three title defenses, and you know, yeah, Ace had a great run. But remember, in at, uh, in the tournament, he got lucky with Andrew Demolante. You he, he Andrew missed that five point okay. question. If Andrew had mit, got a different number or a different question, it'd be Andrew Demolante in this uh, match and not Ace. So I'm saying I'm not counting Ace giving. I'm counting Ace giving as a good match. But I think Andrew's going
0: to win. Alex is going to win. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm with you. Um, uh, I just – I don't – I have seen – and it's not that I don't think Ace can do it. I think Ace can absolutely do it. The issue is um, our champion here, uh, Alex the Demon Damon – I've never seen anything from him to suggest that he's in trouble from anyone or he has uh, uh, any reason to feel threatened by anyone. So that's why I'm going with him. Uh, however, I will say that uh, I've said from the beginning of this season that I am a, uh, I'm a swag and a den guy, uh, drip, drip, baby. So there is a small part of me that's rooting for Ace. but uh, But who do I think is going to win?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be Damon. Right, guys, here's where you're wrong, OK? See, Alex Damon may have been the champion for 880 days. How many matches has he played? How many times has he played more than one match a month? You know, he's, nobody's ever done anything like this. Granted, nobody's had the opportunity to play. Oh, by the way, I'm going ace. Um, <laughs> but um, he, he's had, since the tournament, he's known this has coming. Alex, he's been a busy boy. He's been dealing with Mandalorian. Star Wars news coming left, right, and center. He's had a lot on his plate. And I know it's still Star Wars, but I've got to go with swag on this one. And I think Ace is taking it all the way for the upset. Upset City. Let's go. All right. Well,
2: here's the thing. I mean, Alex has been training. He, he, for a very long time, and it benefits him having a Star Wars-based YouTube channel. Because he gets to research everything about Star Wars, not just the movies, but the stuff the lore in the Star Wars canon, and that really benefits him to his advantage. Because these questions, you have to know before. I even talked to Ken Nabstock at Star Wars Celebration last year that it shouldn't you shouldn't have to rely on more, but that's how it is in order for these matches have to stay competitive.
0: Yeah. Um. And and that's not I mean and that's going to be a big match obviously uh, a big tournament title match there but uh yeah what do we uh what do we got next because I know Jericho's on this list uh is he the next match Dean?
1: he yeah. is the next match Jericho representing Roxy Stryer on the Rockstars is going up against Brittany Young of the Dungeon um you know it's more than just a run of the mill exhibition celebrity match this is for points Chris Jericho did. Pretty well against the steam director, Kevin Smith, who we'll get to later. But Brittany mm-hmm. Young, I don't think she's anything to be trifled with. And I think, I think the over competitiveness of Chris Jericho's mindset, especially after coming off a loss, could maybe get in his head a little bit. And we've seen from the promo, Brittany Young is calm. She's light hearted. And I think that's going to give her the edge in this match. What do you guys think on that?
0: uh i am just gonna very quickly because I don't have anything else to say other than I think Chris Jericho is gonna pull this one out. I was extremely impressed uh with his performance against Kevin Smith, and I know it's it's it really is silly to to make that assumption that a wrestler isn't gonna be very good at it well to be honest, anything other than wrestling that's a silly assumption to make, and he made a fool of me, and uh uh i'm a I'm a fan of Chris Jericho in the Smowdown until he gives me reason not to be.
2: All right, so I'm with Jay. I think Chris Jericho is going to get this. Why? Because Roxy Stryer needs these points, and we'll talk about more of this in my segment, but Roxy needs these points in order to upset uh, the Finstock exchange. And uh, Chris Jericho came to play last time, and it went into overtime. So that gives me high hopes that Chris Jericho is going to take this. Not to mention, I, I mean, I had to remember who Brittany Young was. I mean, yeah, she played uh, in Glow, the Glow Celebrity Match, and uh, with uh, Jader Parlamo. Parlamo. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. She didn't really stand out to me. So I'm hoping maybe I'll remember her this time around. But, again, I'm going with Chris with this one.
1: My one caveat on the Chris Jericho match, while he played, I think, better than most of us were expecting – he did run the Kevin Smith category. And you've got to assume that he was playing against Kevin Smith. He That was probably one of the main categories he studied for. So I'd like to see what he does in some other categories, if and when they presumably come up on the wheel. So, you know, could go either way. Next time, next match, we've got the team's title match. Halfway through Spectacular, guys, and we're getting a team's title match. How crazy yeah. is that, right? And not only is it any team titles match, we've got Shazam representing Coy in the quirky merch going against Roxy Stryer. There's that stick-in-the-mud name again. (laughs) With with the odd couple who had an impressive, impressive trek through that tournament, managed to take out Deception, which I think by that point was a lot of people's favourites to get through their side of the bracket. Jay, what you got? Who you got?
0: Uh, I'm going to have to take the odd couple in this one. It's nothing against Shazam. I just, I've, I've said in the past and I've noticed in the past, uh, that, uh, the, the kid is as good as he is. Um, when he does make some mistakes or he, he messes up, I think he, uh, he's a little too hard on himself and he, and it, it, I think it maybe affects his game a little bit. Uh, I hope nothing like that happens, but if that happens, I think it might be the end of him. And uh, uh, but I just, the odd couple are on such a role um, that and they're, they're just such an odd couple. How can you not
1: root for them? Yeah. Arguably one of the most fitting team names, I think ever in the schmodown Dan, who you got,
2: you know, I, I used to work on trivia as uh, and I always have my, my heart goes out to William to but I have to say the odd couple because, you know, they've been playing very strongly and, you know, Debs and the kid are strong, but I think uh, Mark and Draco and Jeff Snyder have played a really great season. So I got to go with. I'm with you guys. I got to go with the odd couple.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to have to completely agree because I think odd couple are also taking this. I think what Jay, you said about the kid gets in his head. We've seen he gets very anxious, very worked up during these um these digital matches. And I think. You can't, you can't have that mindset opposite Jeff Snyder. Jeff Snyder is not going to have to go very far to get inside his head. We've seen Andreko and Bibiani a relatively even match. You know, we're kind of coming full circle. They played their first match together. And Bibiani won that match, I believe. And, you know, Bibiani is widely renowned as the beast and the most knowledgeable person in this game for a reason. He knows everything about movies you've never even heard of. So... I think that's the first one. We're all on the same page with Shazam. Yeah. Next up, another title match, guys. Another one. We've got um, the Inner Geekdom title. We've got Chandru, drip, drip, showing my colours, representing, challenging the delinquent today, hoping that sends some good energy. You know, I know I'm supposed to be unbiased on a show like this, but (laughs) I do not care. Chandru going up against Chance Ellison, running through the Inaugiethon tournament, taking his old mentor Mike Kalinowski, no less, in the finals. Who you guys got in this?
2: Well, you know, you probably guys are going to hate me, but I'm going with Chance. You know, because from to- from this whole season, yes, he's had a pretty okay season, but after the singles tournament. He was so distraught with uh, losing to with Shannon Miller, and by that five-point question, so he really has been training. I'm thinking he has been training with Mike and Shannon to make sure he has got this belt because Chandru is going is to be a uh, is going to be a. I know it's not his moniker, but he's going to be a beast to handle. But I think Chance has got this. I will. If I had five bucks, I'll put five bucks on Chance.
0: Uh, if I had 50 bucks, I'd put 50 bucks on Shandru. Yeah, um, yes. Uh, Shandru is, he's young, he's cocky, he's good. His character work is stellar. Uh, and the best part is if you believe him, uh, when he says this, he doesn't even think he's a heel and that's what makes him the best. Um, but he's good. He is so good. When I first, uh, was introduced to him in the Schmodown, I was like, who the hell is this kid? And I didn't get it. I get it, and I'm a huge fan now. And I see in the comments here, uh, James Martin agrees uh, from the, the past one about the odd couple. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sorry, but I don't think that's going to happen. Or, or that is going to happen. Sorry. Thanks for agreeing with us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what Chandler, we need to do, guys.
2: Chandra's yeah, the, yeah, on. the one we
0: disagree on. Chandra's the one we we disagree on. But, yeah, he's going to take it, man. I'm sorry, yeah, but he's,
1: he's taking with it. with you, guys, because Chandru is taking this. No problem. Chance, mm-hmm. he was in that singles tournament in between the Inner Geekdom tournament and this very match at Spectacular. Chandru has had – when was the last match he played, Dan? You probably know that. Oh, yeah. He played – Oh, it uh, was Liz Shannon Miller. Uh, yeah,
2: and Chandru's
1: read. like, when was the last Inner Geekdom title match with Oh, jeez. Oh, it, it's been months, right, guys? Yeah, it's, it's been months. Been months. And this guy has a PhD – he has a PhD. That is a pretty huge diploma, everybody. And he's going to use <laughs> you know that. I have a bachelor's brain. degree. And I'm, I have a bachelor's degree. What does
2: that make me? So, but listen. Well, I, you're going to if be, be wrong. Matches, your bachelor's. They were these matches months in advance. So if you think about it, they've had a lot longer time than we've seen it to study that for this match. So I think that's the reason why that chance is going to get because. He's been doing nothing but studying so that way he comes ready for Chandru. And if you're if you're Shannon, you don't need to win this belt. You just need uh, to stop uh, Winston from gaining more points. And I think that's what Ch- Shannon's
1: gonna be playing at. That's what he's playing Speaking of getting more points, we have next we have Kevin Good enough again representing Roxy Strier. Trying to mess up the faction standings for everyone else going up against Brett the Sniper Sheridan. Kevin McCoy.
2: Kevin's with Coy. That's yeah, what Kevin. I meant
1: to say. Joey so, Roxy's name is like eight times on my list here. I know, it's it's on there. Alone, man. <laughs> Kevin with Sorry guys, I'm new. However, doesn't matter who the faction is. The sniper. He's coming in from a long distance. Kevin Smith isn't going to know what to make of this guy. I've got my own suspicions that maybe it's not exactly Brett that we see coming into this match, which could give a massive X factor that Kevin Smith is just not going to see come in. Completely blindsided. I'm taking Brett. Who you guys got? Uh, I'm taking the flirt and flouse because that's who's gonna who's gonna
0: show up. And I think I think he's been studying his ass off. Whether it's the flirt and flouse or Brett, I think he really has been studying behind the scenes and uh I think he's gonna I think he's gonna pull this win out, man.
2: I'm done. I think Kevin's gonna win. I mean, I haven't been impressed with Brett, and I just think Kevin knows more about movies because he's a director. He's directed some of our favorite movies. Of course he's going to win. Come on,
1: guys. Yep. Right. And for the finale, potentially the finale, we have Dan Murrell. Dangerous Dan Murrell goes up against rookie sensation Adam Collins for the singles championship of the world. Jay, who you got?
0: Uh Collins is gonna come in with the upset. I don't want it to happen. I'm a huge fan of Merle. I want him to end up retiring a champion uh whenever that time would come for him to step down officially. But uh but I think I think Collins is gonna come in in with the upset, man.
1: Dan, you agreeing? Yeah,
2: I have to go with I have to go with Collins as well because Dan Wow, you know, we love him. I, I mean hey, as a Dan myself, I love Dan, but he hasn't had the strongest season. He He lost the team's belt to corruption, and they lost uh, the team's title match. So I haven't – and he barely won, defended his belt against Ethan Irwin and uh, uh, Ben Bateman. So I have to say Adam Collins, just for those reasons alone.
1: Oh, man, I never thought in the history of the Schmodown I would see the day where two-thirds of a room – against Dan Murrell, I cannot believe it. it. and That's right. I'm taking
2: Dan Morrill. He's angry. He's dangerous. I have to say, I have to go with Collins. He's been showing us consistently that he is proven. The big thing is, is that that final round, because we've seen him stumble in that uh, round before. But, honestly, I've seen more consistency from Adam than Dan. I don't know
1: if missed as much this year. But I think what he's missed speaks to more than necessarily how much he's missed. That intern question, I think that showed a bigger crack than than you would think so. And I think there's no way you know if Dan would have missed that question. And he's dangerous. He's the shark. He's going to eat that boy up. Yep.
0: Uh, And and, Uh, and speaking of uh, of eating stuff up, um, this is something I'm going to eat up each and every week. Uh, we're gonna have a segment here where Dan's gonna run us through the rankings because I'm not big on—I uh, don't understand the numbers and stuff. So this is gonna be awesome for me too. Uh, Dan, take it over and uh, t- tell us what we're looking at here today with the uh, with the rankings and what what's gonna happen.
2: Okay, what's so as happen? a result of the teams tournament finals, uh, the uh, Odd Couple is going into spectacular, and that pushed the Odd uh, the the Rockstars to fourth place, overtaking the Quirky Mercs. Now, uh, Jay, if you can bring up the first image. Uh, This is where uh, we stand right now. The top number represents, for each faction represents the most points that a faction can earn during Spectacular. But let's look at the Rockstars. Let's look at the first match, the second slide. This is what's gonna happen if uh, Alex Damon wins the Star Wars match. You can see the Rockstars have gone up to 45 points and and the Swag, drop down to 61 points. This over this basically s- secures uh, corruption in their number one spot. But let's go a little bit further. Let's bring up the second, third slide. If the Rockstars continue to dominate in the first three matches, they'll be at 53 points. This will, sec- this will gain them to third place position. But the Finstock exchange are not done, and they can actually take third place back if they win uh, the singles title match. But if Shannon, if uh, Adam Collins Yuen wins the t- uh, the single belt, this will secure the Rockstars in third place. So I basically said this last week. Shannon and Roxy need each other in order to win their rankings.
1: And okay. I, I saw somewhere that um... – it is theoretically possible for the Rockstars to take this whole thing if they win all of their matches by knockout. Is that right? Uh, no. The highest they can get to
2: is second place. But I don't think that there's going to be. There is a possibility that they might take it's a second place, but that that's if uh, Swag loses all their matches and uh, they and that's it. I mean, if Swag loses all their matches and they and Rockstars get. All the TKO points, then yeah, they could get up to second place, but I don't see that happening. They're just everyone's just playing too well to get to that yeah.
1: point. And Roxy's got she to be fully be- aware of that, right? And she's got sorry, Jay, but you got to yeah. see Roxy. Her main goal right now he's got to be bragging rights over Gucci at this point. Yeah, and that could easily happen.
2: To, she definitely wants to show someone up. It's got to be Tom. She wants to be Tom as much as possible. I know that she wants to beat uh, Shannon and uh, Winston, but she really wants her longest rival is Tom.
1: So if he's she's time manager top of, the of the year, of that, he's the one to beat.
2: Yeah. So if he, she can do, the, if she can knock out Tom, that'll be a win for her.
1: Dre, what so, are you getting now?
0: Um, now in in baseball, there's those situations where you know you get to the playoffs and uh you have the wild card games or not even just that but you have situations where if if this team beats this team then they upset this team who's trying to win further in the in the series is there a really huge upset uh situation that could potentially happen here where someone they if they win or if something goes a certain way then they may not win the whole big thing but
2: they could upset someone else uh really the I mean, really, the only one that could happen is the Rockstars, as I just said. But if Swag wins all their matches with both TKOs and uh, uh, Corruption loses all their matches, then Swag could win first place. But if they win just all their matches and get one TKO and Corruption loses all their matches, then they will tie and there will be a a tie-breaking match. I think at, at, at the end of this uh, event. I don't, I'm not yeah. sure about
1: that. But. The mythical seventh match that we may or may not get. I yeah. cannot wait, guys. And especially the parameters of that match that they set up, the way that they were going to have the, the managers pick out a player from their faction and yeah, put them on the spot. We're
2: basically going to send one into battle from each faction and winner takes all, basically.
1: We've, got, we've all got a route for that outcome, right? No matter which faction you want, we want, we want more matches. We want more points on the table. We want yeah. more conflict. That's what we like yeah. here at the showdown.
0: Oh, I want oh. the absolute max amount of drama we can get. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: hell yeah. Uh, anything else to uh, cap that off with, Dan, before we move uh, on?
2: Really? I mean, that's basically it. I mean, as for the rest of the season.
0: Yeah. Uh, cool.
2: But we're, obviously next week, Next time we have to decide who's going to be picked in the draft and who's which manager is going to sign on which uh, competitors for next season. So I think that's something that we should go on later. But for right now, that is it for this, the standings right now. Awesome. And uh, on that, that is Dan running us through the
0: rankings. Uh, thank you very much, sir. Um, and sure. now as advertised, uh, a special segment here. Uh, where uh, a fellow's gonna join me now from uh, Schmoes of the North? You know him as the Frenchy. Uh, where we at here? Get in here, buddy.
3: Yeah, there we go. You gotta warn me before I have to mute myself,
0: Jay. Wade. Oh, I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. about that. I, I, well, hey man, it could have been a, a, a it could have been a lot worse. You know, you could have been on a work Zoom meeting and <laughs> uh, you know, something Walk under the table. Uh, That's not that. This is not that show. Uh, But yes, uh, Frenchie's corner here. How are you doing? Uh, Louis the Frenchie Monette.
3: Yeah, you got it, bro. It's Monette. Uh, Yeah, I'm doing good. First of all, bonjour tout le monde. Thank you very much for having me on. Uh, Look, this is, well, my face is very big right now. All right, this is better. That
0: was a test
3: uh yeah so basically uh, my segment is me and jay wade arguing um we don't always seem to see eye to eye certain subjects and i fucking love it uh so my first question to you um my man is our couple versus the patriots who would win in let's say a freaky uh alternate reality match uh
0: in my mind it's obviously the patriots um there's no doubt whatsoever. Um, uh, it, the, you, the records are comparable, The uh, you know, odd couple has played, uh, two more matches, um, so far, uh, than Patriots did together. Uh, but, uh, the, the records there, uh, Patriots were nine and two record and, uh, the odd couple right now standing at nine and four. Um, so I kind of look at this like, well, I mean, Hey, uh, the Patriots did it without Roxy who's supposed to be so great and wonderful with her sexy numbers and all that. Uh, but, but she managed the, the odd couple and has managed them for two more matches than, uh, than the Patriots played. And they had two opportunities to have more wins than the Patriots did and they didn't do it.
3: All right. I I get it. It's, Completely understandable. They're one of the the greatest teams in a sense. My question, though, is not the who's the greatest team between our couple and the Patriots. My question is on any given Sunday, who would win? Um, obviously, personally, Patriots are definitely Mount Schmold, uh, Mount Schmoldown type of uh, of a team. But because we're living in a day and age of studying and And these strategies and challenges that weren't that much before uh present in the past when the Patriots were doing the run and they were always recycling the same teams. Now we got a a plenty to it evolved. I think the Patriots of the past would have a hard time uh going against the odd couple of the now because the odd couple works well together. They have a manager that works well, but they understand the game much better than I'd say a JTE or uh, a Jeff Snyder would have in today's day and age. So I'm going all couple. I'm not arguing who's the best. I'm arguing who would win in today's day and age. Uh, I've am i still got to go Patriots, even all though right. I laid it out there technically
0: why they would win. Uh, if you want to, if you want to throw out the numbers, which is, which you know, whatever, dude. If you want to throw out the numbers, which are facts, and you just want to go with gut feelings, uh, I've got a pretty big gut, and my my big gut feeling is telling me that the Patriots would come out and just absolutely stomp all over the odd couple. But I mean, look at, dude. I just looked at a picture the other night of. Of, uh JTE and Snyder together and then a picture of Andreco and Snyder together Snyder looks like he's an old decrepit man I mean no offense to Snyder dude but I mean <laughs> dude, you, you got the gray hair dude you' you're older you you've aged a little bit and uh, and and I'm sorry but uh but but you know JTE. He was the he was the invisible anchor of that team. Uh, it, it it did always seem like Snyder was the one who was who was running the show and uh, and racking up the point. No, JTE is the unsung hero, and uh, and and that's dude. Uh, uh, Snyder's grown old, and he does not have JTE. I'm sorry.
3: Okay, he, he has grown older. With with age comes wisdom, my friend. Um, okay, look. JT is good, but he is uh, somewhat of a player of the past in a sense. Look, I'm not saying that they would absolutely get destroyed, destroy, uh, destroy uh, the Patriots. It would be close. But player I
0: really. Of the past. He's a current
3: player. Exactly. And he didn't impress me. Uh, he they had, they had to bring, so, so bring him at the, the end. Is,
0: is he a current player or is he a player of the past?
3: Estayo is a player of the past.
0: All right. Continue.
3: <laughs> all right. All right. So, well, we'll agree to disagree. Like, probably uh, many times we're going to agree to disagree. Uh, next question is, who is behind the Shmominati? Um, We're probably going to get it revealed in a, very soon, actually. And I'm really curious on, you know, who your thoughts uh, is going. I'll start with me, though. And this might seem crazy or very, like, left field because I haven't seen it in the comments but I really, really think that if you look on who they chose on to play the storyline, right, the crazy person, the way it kind of abruptly ended uh, their partnership and his career in Schmodown, and it almost felt like Karloff had a hand in it, I think it's the godfather. I think it's McQueenie. Uh, it might seem like an, an obvious choice because he said, oh, he's busy with work, but, you know, scheduling can happen uh Harloff might have seen the right opportunity to give him a storyline and continue 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 him on once he comes back and I think McQueenie might be like on a revenge tour to fix the problems of um uh, of Schmo to get some justice back because he always wanted the belt
0: it's uh it, it, <laughs> I always love this everyone's like you know the Schmo the Schmo conspiracy theory here you know who's who's behind it dude the, the the idea of a Shmominati is a conspiracy theory, dude. It's ridiculous. There is no such thing. I can't believe we're devoting time to it. And uh, I mean, if we, if we want to talk about things that uh, don't exist as if they did, uh, hell, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus last Christmas. Was she happy? Dude, get out of here.
3: Come <laughs> on. Come on. Uh, but dude, take
0: a long walk until you fall off that flat earth, buddy.
3: Uh, I you know, I got a parachute. Um, no, but look, I, I get what you mean, but the storyline is real. Harlov is, like, look, technically, who's behind the Shmormonati? Harlov. It's his story. It's like corruption, just made very down low. Uh, but there's definitely someone appointed behind, uh, behind that. But look, if you want to, if you want to believe it's all conspiracy, it, it isn't, uh, you know, it doesn't exist. You're in for a surprise next season. I have a feeling. it's yeah, gonna be. There's on
0: only one conspiracy ex- theory that is actually true. And what? it's not even, and, and it's still even half, like people don't even really know, but dude. Okay. It, okay. Since, since you want to talk about fake stuff, I'll bring up one. That's actually real here, dude. The uh, mob. OK, Frank Sinatra, he wasn't only Marilyn Monroe's pimp, dude. He was cozy with the mob and, and and he was pissed off. He was pissed off at JFK because JFK stopped purchasing the services of Maryland. And uh, for that reason, he colluded with the mob and Cuba to assassinate JFK. And you know what the worst part of this is? Lyndon B. Johnson knew the whole time and he never did a thing to stop it, dude.
3: Okay, but you say yourself is the mob. His fucking nickname is the Godfather. Enough said. Russia. <laughs> Don't maybe choke, Jay. All right, so that's it for my segment. It was a little back and forth. Actually, we want to know from your side. Um what are your opinions on the two subjects we uh we, you know, we talked about? Very soon you'll be able to call this phone line give your opinions on anything Schmodown and also the questions we just uh, talked about. So give on, read that number, take that number a note and be ready to take full call soon. All right. Again, thank you very much, Mr. J for having me on. It's been an honor.
0: You are very welcome, sir. Thank you very much. Frenchy.
3: All right. Bonsoir.
0: And we will bring in our other guys here. Oh, I'm oh. sorry. I, uh, I just did a, uh... I did my producer's job. Sorry about that, buddy. Um, I, got, I, get, I get all fancy with the producer on here, and I do his
2: job. Yeah, real quick, Jay, I do. I did find something that there, if if the Dungeon managed to uh, get a TKO in the Chris Jericho, Brittany Young match, they will upset the the usual suspects. I forgot about that. So, but like I said, I don't think that there's going to be a TKO or an upset because they're playing too good at that point. But yeah. that's all. I just wanted a quick. We say hell. Yeah.
0: Hell. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, if uh, we'll uh, we'll get you guys' quick opinion on the Schmo Minotti. And uh, while we're doing that, if uh, if 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 any of y'all listening right now, we got uh, three or four people listening. If you want to get on your phone and call in and give us your thought on the Schmo Minotti uh, or anything that uh, Frenchie and I just talked about in Frenchie's Corner, you can do that real quick. And we've got Abby Friel coming up here in just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, Abby. I see her back there in the back hanging out. Uh, so, uh, stay tuned for that, and, uh, you can ask her a question, too, if you'd like. Um, so, uh, but, but, yeah, real quick, what are you guys' thoughts on the Shmo Manati? Uh, I, I told you what I think, pretty much. Some of that was real, uh, my real thoughts, some of it wasn't, but, you know.
2: i you did you, Dean, take off work.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll take this. I, I'm hearing this Dreamer-Weenie thing pop in the conversation from time to time, and i buy it. I could see that happening. I could, I mean, the only thing that issue I have is, you know, why would he be out to sabotage Andrew Guy? Unless, unless Drew McWeeny is, in fact, going to be a surprise manager next year, taking over um, the, the Droops faction. And then he could manage Andrew Guy in a team on his way to a belt, which would be pretty awesome. And, um, you know, I'm not 100% sure the, um, the circumstances that led to um, McWeeny abandoning this wonderful ship that we like. But, you know, I could easily see him fitting into a managerial position. In fact, I was watching the other day um, on the um, Showdown Quick Clips channel, uh, one of the old clips of um, Quick Clips, of Drew McWeeny intimidating the hell out of Thad Williams. And if anyone could run a shady organisation, it is that scary man. So I see it. The other one I keep seeing in the conversation is Mark Ellis. There's no chance Mark Ellis is running a Strowman RT. Absolutely no what chance. What that would be, though. Yeah, but, you know, I hate to burst that little bubble, guys, but I know that Mark Ellis has said kind of like behind the scenes that he likes to stay out of the storyline elements of the Down because he's the one making all those brutal calls when it comes to challenges, and it's, it's good to have somebody who's impartial to everything. So I don't see that happening. Dan, you got thoughts?
2: Yeah, because back before Trivia SD, uh was up, I was investigating the Shmuel Minotti. I actually discovered what was going to happen at Spectacular. That's how I got on Trivia SD. Oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> I exposed the whole thing with my, who was behind Mike Kalinowski. And let me tell you, it was Christian Harloff. So let me tell you, m- maybe it's Drew McWeeny. There's going to be there's 12 of them at a round table. One of them Harlow. One of his, Alice, he's just hands off, but he's involved in some ways. And let me tell you, maybe Drew McMeaty, maybe there's other effects, Maybe it's uh, the Golden Mike herself. Maybe it's uh, also Clark Wolf. I don't know because they shut it down before I could finish my investigation, and Andrew Guy has taken over. So I don't know anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> Hey, I won't I honestly
0: I won't count out any of those possibilities if it's even true. I believe more in the uh the the conspiracy of uh Frank Sinatra, the mob Cuba and LBJ assassinating JFK more than I believe in a Shmo maybe. That's over um, my head. I
2: don't know anything about history. All I know is about the down numbers.
1: One last okay. quick thing about the Shmo Minati before we move on. Somebody set up a Facebook group for the Shmo Minati. And that got recommended to me to join. Nice try, guys. But I am <laughs> not joining a Shmo Minority group because that is exactly they how they went to. They, they,
2: they impact my Facebook somehow because they posted on the Facebook group that the Shmohi doesn't exist. I'm like, I didn't write that. That was the be um, PM. I don't know who they are, but they exist.
0: Oh man. Now you guys all have me excited for it. That's that now I don't care about any of the matches. I He's just believe what's going on <laughs> with the Is it real or not? Man, I might have to revisit Kim Trails and uh and the moon landing hoax. I don't know. I might be a believer now. Oh, Maybe on, we really real. did land that's on the real. moon. I don't know. That's real. Noti. That that's the conspiracy theory. I really did see mommy kissing Santa Claus though last Christmas.
1: But they use
2: protection. I never that. I,
0: I was away. No, I was away.
1: <laughs> so my mom doesn't live with me anymore. I'm oh moving. my gosh! She, she wants now she got you out of there. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, and and now now guys, it is the time that uh, that you've all been waiting for. Uh, I've been waiting for it. Uh, we are going to bring in Abby Friel now, everybody. Um, Abby, how hello, are you hello. doing? Welcome to Speaking of Schmodown.
4: I am good. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, yes. Um, well, I mean, I, I, I was kind of, I was bouncing around some people, and, and, uh, man, she writes questions, and this is a, uh, <laughs> she's one of the question writers there, and this is a big, big day of a matches, some big matches here. Um, and this may be a silly question, I don't know, but do you know how many of your questions that you specifically wrote are being used today?
4: Um, I don't know exactly. Um, a lot of it, like with IG and Star Wars, was like questions that we all wrote from the tournament and we almost just like, because it was just one match and it's been a while since those leagues have had, um those divisions have had a match. So it was kind of just using the ones that we didn't use for the championship, if that makes sense.
2: So, right. Um,
0: is there a cut this year's been weird? Like with the <laughs> COVID and the movies and the, yeah. the releases. So I and I'm just not aware. Has there been a cutoff point as to like how many movies from this year are there gonna be any? Are is tenant even uh like new releases? Would it even be considered in there since this is such a weird year?
4: Um I personally still get confused about that. I ask um PJ and the other writers a lot. Um To my understanding, um, a movie that was supposed to have a theatrical release um, and ones that did like Tenet or like New Mutants and um, Mulan would definitely count. Hamilton is even up there. So it's it's messy because it's 2020. But to answer your question, yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We go by the Oscar rules. If it's it's close to streaming but you have a release date, then yeah. Yeah.
4: For
1: sure. Yeah, so. those rules are bound to change as well, right? And this whole situation is going to have to be reviewed, I presume, or is currently being reviewed at length in pre- preparation for next season.
4: Yeah. So, um, I'm um,
1: looking, I mean, I don't know if they're going to announce anything about that kind of stuff during Spectacular, but we'll see. Um,
4: yeah, I'm not sure what they will announce. I can tell you, I think it's also common knowledge, is that there is a finished rule book. So,
0: and it's
4: officially done.
0: <laughs> Let's not even get me started on that. Um, uh, I, am, I am one of the ones who leads the charge. I, I, feel the, I feel the rule book in its entirety should be released to the public. And I think I'm just, Can I just I don't understand why it's not. I think it's wrong, but I have a whole different stance on that <laughs> that I could go on and ramble on about for 10 minutes. And, uh, but um. Yeah, well, what what do you guys have? I know you guys got something you want to ask Abby here. I got some more things I want to ask her, but I'll let you guys uh,
1: ask her some stuff here. I've got a question about some questions. When you're writing these questions, do you do you ever write questions with specific competitors in mind? Obviously, you've got no guarantee that that's ever going to come up for that person in
2: yeah.
1: that match, but you must write a question and think, oh, so-and-so knows that movie, or oh, it'd be really fun if this person got tripped up by this question that's gotta be going through your head, or do you try and intentionally keep them as neutral in that way as possible?
4: Um, I try to keep it as neutral as possible sometimes. Um I'm not really necessarily in charge of putting so I did um all of the round ones for both the singles and teams tournament, but I still didn't even I just made the like I made the matches and then PJ assigned those matches to like or the list of questions to those matches. So I try to write as much as possible without certain competitors in mind because then, to me, that would be, like, a little bit of not cheating but just, like, um, influencing the game. So I try not to do that just because it's like, oh, I know that. Ben Bateman wouldn't know this. So I'm going to – like, I try not to do that.
1: (laughs) You've never had to, like, revise a question because you thought, oh, if this comes up, you know, this group of people or, you know, this amount of players might just get that too easily versus – other people finding it overly difficult and you're just trying to find that middle ground. I don't, yeah. I really don't.
4: It, it's very messy for the whole team.
2: <laughs> well, I got a question. So <laughs> this involves with like uh, super deep cut questions. I mean, how, um, do you have to really, you have to have a super deep cut questions to make it a little bit more challenging, especially when you have like Willie Bibbiani getting, knowing everything. And, Obviously, with the inner geekdom, like when you're going against Mike or Kevin Smets or Chandru, you have to get really deep cut. So, do you have to, like, do you have like like an editing process on where, like, if it's because we've seen time and time again that if it's worded wrong, maybe it gets challenged. Do, Do you have like an editor or an editing process where you can? Yeah.
4: We we have an editor on the team. Her name is Liz. Um, If you guys know Maxwell Haddad, it's his wife, Um, and she goes through and edits all the questions and double checks and um, fact checks. Um, She joined the team in the second half of the season, but
3: um, that makes
4: sense.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine there must have been a meeting in the middle of this season. So we're like, guys, these challenges, we got to, we got to bring those numbers down on the challenges. Yeah. You
2: know, so,
1: um, she doesn't write any questions; she just reviews
2: them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I, I, there's been a lot of talk, uh, and not just this season, but over the season. There's always, uh, some matches where people question, um. You know, it was, it was technically a five point question, but it really maybe should have been a one point question. Situations like that. As a question writer, uh, do you, how do you, I would assume you would, but do you, how do you take that into account, uh, when you're writing questions? How do you determine that kind of thing? And is there, is there a specific situation? Where that you can recall or that you feel like sharing where there's been a question asked like a five pointer but even you sat there and was like I don't know if that was really a five pointer that was a little easy
4: um there's been stuff like that even um like people might write questions and even as the writers we might change the point value um so it's kind of among like it's always up for debate for sure um something that is just so hard about writing and like the point values is like movies are so subjective. Like I am like that, one of the youngest people involved in the schmodown. So something that is easy to me can be hard for someone like John Roca not to ex- like expose him for being old, but like, we just- <laughs> <laughs> but just like, um, just our movie, like everyone's experiences with movies and the ones that they've seen are so different. So, um, it's just, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to figure out, but yeah. um, there hasn't been too many moments this year that I've thought like, uh, that point value was not correct. It's usually, if the challenge is a challenge, it's usually pretty valid, but, um, we work pretty hard to make sure that everything's in good shape and everything is correct.
0: Now, now if there is a challenge issued and, uh, I'm sorry, Dan, one second. If there yeah, is a uh, challenge uh, issued, yeah, and, uh, uh someone,
2: uh, what's, what's that? that? Let me me ask this one question real quick. Oh, go for it. So you said like there's a point system to each question. So based on my understanding was that you had a list of questions, but categories, and you picked the numbers, and that was the question. But what you're describing is that you have to pick a category from – you have the list of numbers of categories, and that's – like like let's say there's a category of two-point questions. Category of uh, three-point questions and category of five-point questions. And that number corresponds to the – Yeah. that's how it is?
4: Mm -hmm. Everything was organized by round and then specifically with like round three and five, Mm -hmm. um, like five for a championship match. um, It is organized by two threes and fives.
2: Okay. All right. Because I always got confused with that. It's random. I mean, you can't – you choose a number – and they probably, yeah. that's how I always interpret it. But now that you explained that to me, now I'm like, okay, that's a little bit
4: more
1: understanding. Yeah. Okay. Um, you guys but, quiz each other, the writers, a lot. Sorry, Jay. You guys like, quiz each yeah. other a lot. You write your own questions, bring them to each other, and then use each other to kind of gauge how hard they are. Like,
4: um, The only time we've really uh, done that, that was, on- Uh, Kind of. With Star Wars, it was because Star Wars is so intense and the players are all so intense about it. Not even intense is the right word. They (laughs) almost know it better than us. There was a lot of double checking um, with Star Wars and a lot of going over those matches the night before the Twitch tournament matches.
1: Yes. (laughs) Did you bring in anyone extra for the um, Star Wars matches particular to to edit those or to take another look Um, at those? I,
4: keep that you have I think a couple people sent PJ questions but for the most part it was the, the team um,
0: um something I'm wondering about uh, can you can you take us through the uh, the behind the scenes process of what happens when a challenge is issued and it is ruled that that for whatever reason the question was not really the best as far as worded or something like that. Like someone challenges a question, it's overruled. What kind of reformation process is there behind, uh, behind the, behind the scenes? Like who gets in trouble and how do how do they get in trouble for that? How um, <laughs> no
4: one, no one gets in trouble. Um, that's kind of the nice thing is like, um, cause I've had questions that I've written that have been challenged and there's never like a moment where it's like, well, Abby wrote it. So, you know, frick that. But um, um, PJ is always on the calls um, with the virtual matches. He's on the stream yard. And then when a challenge happens, he's there and he's the one that either checks it during that and debates with the people challenging and the judges for sure.
0: Um, it, Do you have. No, candy. Candy. Oh, just real quick. Can I go on? Uh, Hold on!
2: <laughs> shut shut up, Dean. Calm, Calm down. Um,
0: no, I just just one quick follow up there. Um, now, do you? Sometimes it gets heated, or it seems like it's heated. Uh, the challenges and not agreeing with the way they go, and questions and stuff like that. Like have, and I don't, I don't want anything specific or name dropping or calling. But has there ever been a situation that you're aware of where like? Like, there was some huge drama over a question that was asked, and like, just somebody was really legit pissed off. Dude yeah. black. Hello. Hey, Let's get ready to talk to oh, the podcast.
2: Hello, hello, guys. Bye, guys. I'm dropping by.
4: Um, the answer is yes, that has happened.
2: <laughs> I think wow. We all know what we're
0: thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, what were you going to say though?
1: Dude? I didn't. I didn't really mean shut up. You know what I mean? No, it's okay. <laughs> I will, and that'll be really good radio. Um, I was just wondering, <laughs> off the top of your head, do you have the? Would you have like the top most frustrating um, challenge of one of your questions where you sat there and thought, really? You know, is there yeah. one where you where you really strongly disagreed with, and maybe you had to concede on it, maybe you didn't. You don't have to I tell.
4: Mean, no, what. I can say the the first one that I ever had um, happened to one of my questions was um, I don't even remember if he challenged it, but it was in the last um, studio live event. It was um, what was and oh, it, was it was Andrew is. guy and Drew McWeeny um that team versus who they played Corruption, oh. I believe, right.
2: I can check it right now.
4: Yeah, I think it was their team, but it was Andrew Guy got Cohen Brothers as his round two, and I had a question about the release date, and he argued that a question about a Cohen Brothers release date should be in release dates and not Cohen Brothers round two, and I disagreed. Mm So that's
1: (laughs) that's lame. That's lame. You know, we, we there's so many questions that must fit into so many different categories. And you can't. Yeah. As soon as you've got to put the kibosh on, okay, well that's the Coen Brothers, not a release date, or vice versa. Then all of a sudden, now you've got to go through every director category and take out the release date questions.
4: Yeah, which is just, it's,
1: it's, I would imagine a stupid amount of work. Yeah, so nobody wants to do that work. We don't <laughs> want to do that. It's a slow down a work. Um,
0: we uh, we got a few minutes here uh left uh, because hell, guys, uh, Spectacular Five starts in like. Fucking eight minutes. Um, okay. But uh,
1: yes,
0: yes. Uh, but but what I really <laughs> wanted to have you do is if you could just tell us a little bit. Well, I'm not going to say us. I'll say me because I'm 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 older. I'm not uh, I'm not very hip on all the technology and stuff like that. Um, but I do know that you are blowing up tick TikTok with bow uh-huh. uh, down. Can you just tell if you were going to try to tell an old guy like me uh, what TikTok is? Um, and, and how it works exactly, and how it benefits uh, the, the Schmoedown, uh, what would you tell me?
4: Yeah, well, the TikTok, TikTok itself is a short form app, um, short form video app. And so videos are 15 to 60 seconds. And it's got literally everything. The like, stereotype is that it's teenagers dancing, but there is stuff for every fandom on TikTok. There is so much there's comedy, there's stuff about movies there's literally everything has a tiktok community and schmodown itself it's definitely the mission right now is just to expose more people to the brand of the show and we are doing that and that people are commenting asking like where can i watch this and like what is this channel so that's the main focus on the tiktok right now for sure so um what I've been posting is um old take like old Schmodown matches and um like old star wars and i g. but um so maybe for you guys if you want to rewatch the Schmodown in one minute segments, that would be fun. But it's mostly for new fans.
2: <laughs> I like your uh, last one about um, your choices. On yes.
4: oh yeah. I watched that, that
2: probably four or five times
1: on replay, <laughs> just like that's awesome.
4: <laughs> it It was fun to make oh, for man. sure.
1: I was going to do a response to that, but then I was thinking, should I just write left, right, left, right? And I was thinking, is it my left? Or is it Abby's left? And <laughs> I confused myself, well, and I really never seen, thought uh, it. And then I figured, hey, you can so come it here it for it your, up, your predictions. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> with the,
2: with the conversion factor, I don't know. I I'm all, now I'm all twisted. How <laughs> <Sorry. And, laughs> embarrassing! <You> Our first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> And real quick, Abby, since you're the, um, the social media guru of the showdown, what can I do to boost my Instagram following?
0: Yes, I want, I want to know,
1: too.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've that's... actually already asked Abby this, what, like three weeks you know? ago?
4: <laughs> yeah. Do um, work,
0: you know,
2: huh? Take yeah. a picture of yourself every day.
4: Yeah. Hashtags and, you know, get aesthetic pictures and a good selfie never hurt, you know? <laughs> cool cool
0: yeah i just might have to try that maybe i'll uh, i'll post out a selfie today see what happens and use a bunch of hashtags so yeah uh well abby uh thank you very much for your time here today uh had an yeah. absolute pleasure uh pleasure talking to you and uh you're more than welcome back anytime uh and, yeah. and if i don't ask you back soon enough and you want to come back just hit me up and say hey man i will so
4: for sure uh, thank you for having me on
0: yeah and and Thanks thank you, you uh Thank you for what you do to contribute to Schmodown. because I mean uh, I I think that a lot of people are often overlooked um and those are the people behind the scenes such as yourself David B with music Nerd Chronic with editing um you know it's not just the on the on camera people you you know the the commentators and the uh the com- the competitors but uh but I mean dude you're you're writing the questions you're like the script writer that makes the uh, <laughs> the words for the actors to say in great movies yeah. so Thank you very much for oh, what I'll you do. Thank you. Thank you for coming with, and
2: being on the show. I very
4: first yeah, talk. I will for sure come back. So,
0: yep. Um, you want to tell people where they can find you out real quick on social media?
4: Yeah, y'all can find me at Abigail Freel on everything. And um, follow the Schmodown TikTok at the Schmodown if you are not already following it. So,
1: What's the current count?
4: The 28.6K. Wow. Uh, so
1: Excellent.
0: Good work. Good work. Thank you for what
4: you (laughs) do.
0: And uh, have a great (laughs)
1: afternoon. Enjoy the spectacular, Abby.
4: Yeah, you too. It's, I can say that I've seen it. It's very good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Obviously you asked that question. I very nearly asked that question and I didn't mind. (laughs) That's that's okay. okay. Yeah.
4: All
1: right. Have a great day,
0: Abby. Thank you.
4: Yeah. Thank you guys.
0: Bye uh abby friel everybody uh she's an absolute delight uh had the pleasure of having her on another show that i do uh go get that rose on a different feed um she's a delight so thank you abby for your time uh that, that's it for us guys we're gonna wrap this up here right now because we got big events coming i still got to go get my soda pop and uh and my popcorn ready uh dean uh for anyone listening you want to tell them where they can find you out on the uh, social media
1: Find me on this chair for the next eight hours drinking many of these, watching Spectacular, and also maybe I might throw up some reactions on my Twitter at Dean DeanLewis20,099. That's 2099, and come and get me there. And on this show every week from now on forever.
0: Hell yeah. R2, <laughs> Dan2 down there. Uh, where where can folks follow you at, man? What do you got going on there on social? Yeah, you can
2: follow me on Twitter at Dan Delinsky, uh at that Dan Delinsky. I usually post uh, my weekly faction forecast uh, all season long. Obviously, the last uh, forecast went up last week, so uh, but I will have some uh, interesting posts uh, throughout the off season. I have a theory that we might have some unattainable scores. That are we'll we'll never see in the showdown, and mm. I'm working on it, and uh, we'll see uh, if I can get it done with by the uh, time uh, the next season starts. So
0: hell yeah, maybe you'll have to uh, present your findings on here.
2: Oh yeah, and uh, if you guys
0: want to, you can follow me on the Twitter at jwade1134. That is the letter J W A D E one one three four. Uh, you can also follow Louis the Frenchie Monette, uh, at Northern Schmo on the Twitter. Uh, he is, uh, he's from Schmo's the North there. Uh, great, great stuff going on over there. So check them out as well. And also on the Twitter, the JCast network, um, is where you can find the network here that is bringing you this show. Speaking of Schmo down and, uh, speaking of Schmo down guys, uh, it's time to go out there and turn on the spectacular five. Thank you all very much for joining us. We'll be back next week at our regular time, which will be 1130 a.m. Pacific time, 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, uh, as of now, looks like we got Nerd Chronic coming on next week. So uh, we will see you then, guys. Everyone have a great and safe day. Peace out. Bye.